Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Back on Follow the Money. Polly Howard, Mike Palm, Mitch out back on Monday, and what a treat we have for you. This guy helped us. You know, everyone. A big compliment we get as people say you helped us get through the pandemic. There was nothing on. That's how we found the show. And, uh, you know, it means a lot to us that people say this. Well, I want to say this to our next guest, that he helped get us through the pandemic. And when we first found out about him, that's Houston Curtis, live in studio. And the author of the book, Billion Dollar Hollywood Heist. I read it several times. You got to get this book. It's unbelievable. The Card Shark, who founded the game with Tobey Maguire. In Billion Dollar Hollywood Heist, Curtis goes all in, revealing the true story behind the game. Maguire, DiCaprio, installing Molly Bloom, uh, weathering the FBI investigation, no hold, holds barred account of the world's most exclusive Texas Hold'em game from the man who started it. I like this line. With the insider appeal of rounders, more A-listers than Ocean's Eleven, and the excitement of the sting, Billion Dollar Hollywood Heist is the untold insider story that makes Molly's game look tame. And Houston Curtis joins us now to talk about the book and the new book that's coming that's out right. as well. How you doing? Good, good to see you. Good, Paul. Thanks for having me on. It's good to see you. You got it. Why did you decide to write the book? Uh, you know, I had been asked to write that book several times and uh, do stories, and I always refused. And then Molly's book came out, and the movie came out, and, you know, she'd been asking me a lot of questions throughout that process. I did get all the hands that are in the movie, like I reminded her of what those hands were, then they showed up in the movie. And there were just certain key things about the story that I know annoyed a lot of the guys in the game. And, and I finally decided, well, I'm going to tell the true story of, of how it went down. And, uh, and that's what I did. Yes, it's an awesome book. Can you take us through who's in the game and how big the stakes are? With sure. this, and what, what was it like to play with DiCaprio, uh, DiCaprio and McGuire and how this all came to be? Sure. Uh, well, you know, the game started, uh, me and... Toby had met at the Commerce Casino in uh, Los Angeles, uh, just happened to sit next to each other one night in a game. And I was playing in a game in the Hollywood Hills that I told him about. We just kind of hit it off. He was just starting poker. I'd been playing for years, mm -hmm. and, but he was like a sponge. He was, you could tell he was going to get good fast. And I invited him to this game. He ends up showing up, and then he invited me to his house. And 
after one night at his house, we kind of sat there and started talking. And I said, you know, this whole celebrity thing, you know, could really be worth a lot of dough. And he said, yeah. Uh, so we put a little plan together, got his buddy Leo DiCaprio involved, moved the game out of his kitchen. He was, uh -huh. he, he didn't like dudes like smoking cigars and eating pizza in his kitchen. You know, he's a little eccentric. And uh, went to the Viper Room, and that's where Molly, we met Molly. She was working for the guy, Darren Feinstein, who, opened the, uh, who owned the Viper Room. He bought it from Johnny Depp. And the game started. And uh, in the beginning, we were staking DiCaprio to play. Because when you're Leo DiCaprio, you're free-rolling on life. Yep. <laughs> you know, yep. you, you yep. don't pay for anything anymore. Uh -huh. And, uh, but Leo, uh, Leo and Toby and guys like Ben Affleck and the guys who played in the game, they would draw in all the big suckers. And it was an interesting time in poker because this is like 2004, 2005. Right, right. Perfect guys time. didn't understand the game very well, you know. But it, they saw Moneymaker and it was the hot game. And It okay. was hot. All you had to do was have two cards. Closer to the mic, please. You know, you had to, you have yep. two cards and you got to make a hand. They didn't have to shuffle. There was a dealer at that point. So all these guys came out of the woodwork to start playing. And... Um, it was, you know, it was like a gift. It was, uh, it was amazing, you know. And the game got bigger and bigger and bigger. And uh, before you know it, you know, you're having guys like Guy Le Liberté playing in the game. Yeah. From, and, uh, you Cirque know. Soleil, yeah. yeah. And, I mean, we had everybody. The guy, there was a guy who found the largest sunken treasure in U.S. history. <laughs> it, like gold bullion at the bottom of the ocean. 300 million worth. He ends up in the game. You know, uh, of course, when Jamie Gold won the World Series, 12 million, we get Jamie in the game. And uh, it was fantastic. It was a great time for poker. It was a great time for us. And then what What brings it? Is it the guy who's in the Ponzi scheme then? That's yeah. What, that that well, comes in and then all hell breaks loose? At, 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 you know, like they say, all, all good things come to yeah. an end. <laughs> uh, there was a guy in the game that was so bad. And in the movie, they accurately portray him. They uh -huh. call him Bad Brad. Um his name's Brad Ruderman. He went to prison. He was he had a hedge fund, and even one of the guys, uh, one of the billionaires playing in the game, had like ten million in his fund. And uh, this guy barely knew what a hand was in poker, and he was the worst I'd ever seen. He lost six figures every time he played, and uh, to the point to where in the movie Molly makes it look like she, you know, tries to coach him, but in reality, mm -hmm. Toby and I we tried to give him books. I had poker DVDs I'd produced with Phil Helmuth and he wasn't interested. And, uh, cause we figure if he gets good enough to just lose to us, that would be, <laughs> that would be better. But, um, turns out he was, uh, uh, I was at uh, this billionaire's house one night. I remember the conversation uh, and he says, Hey, this is around 2008. Mm -hmm. He says, Hey, you know, my guys are telling me the market's getting ready to turn and uh, I'm, I'm going to have to pull that out. And I'm, just kind of listening, I pull pull out my money, and he's like, "All right, no problem." Two weeks later, he was arrested. He had five hundred grand left out of a fifty-five million dollar fund, and uh, you know, and that was the beginning of the end of the game. Then they came after all of us to get the money. We had taken yes. five million from him, and I didn't know there's like some weird bankruptcy loophole that allows the government to come after if you steal money and give it to someone else or lose it in a poker game, they can come get it. And it was like 2008, everything hit, man. I got stiffed for millions of dollars in my business. All uh -huh. of a sudden, you know, my $3 million house is worth 1.2 million because the market crashed. Then they put a $750,000 lien on it because of the money I, I personally won from Ruderman in the game. Uh -huh. And you know, it was a nightmare. So, you know, the, the walls came tumbling down. Didn't a tree fall on your house? A tree fell on the largest tree in Southern California, just happened to be across the street from me. Uh, the guy, Saul Sachs, who is the creator of Bewitched, lived there. Uh -huh. I went to his 100th birthday. Oh. I used to look up at this tree and say, man, if that thing came down, <laughs> that, that would, because it leaned way over. Yeah. I, I go to a car wash one day, and uh, I come back. There's three fire trucks. There's helicopters in the air. The tree has gone through the house. And uh, I'll never forget Mike Baxter, who's a high-stakes player who played in our game, and he's played a lot on uh -huh. like, high-stakes poker. He was laughing so hard, he, he, tears were coming out of his eyes. And I, I said, is really that funny? He said, your luck has finally turned. <laughs> and ironically, it seemed like from that moment, all the bad stuff started to happen. Yeah.
you know, and that's life. You yeah. know, you well, gotta... I, full marks to you, though. I mean, what, what that was like with rock bottom and then the jail. I mean, how you na- navigated your way. I mean, they, they throw you in jail with some. I mean, L, what was L.A. County jail with these characters? And you don't know what to expect. Well, I had a I had a marker, you know, when you're when you're losing money as fast as uh, I was at this point, the market crashed. You're getting stiffed by, you know, everyone who owes you money in business. And uh, then I went out to Vegas, you know. I was playing 5,000 a hand at blackjack and I get stuck like a hundred grand on a marker. And, uh, I didn't, you know, I was, you, you never pay there. You always pay later. And it was going to be negotiated down to 80,000. And I'm sitting there talking to Joey over at green Valley ranch. And I don't realize they turned it over to the DA. And I was riding through Hollywood one day and I guess my tags were expired on the Mercedes <clears throat> And I get pulled over. Next thing I know, I'm in L.A. County Jail with uh, a guy named Mad Dog, who uh, he says, as soon as I show up, he says, you run with the woods? I said, what? He said, so you're a white boy? I said, well, yeah, I'm white. <laughs> he says, all right. And he starts telling me all the rules. And I'm like, oh, my God. And uh, next thing I know, I'm in uh, uh, a court appointment trying to get out of there. I come back, there had been a prison riot. And uh, then Mad Dog gets a jump, so he's out. So they pull the, all the white guys, there was only like five of us, yeah. in the, into the bathroom. They had to get permission because everyone's segregated. And uh, I had to help vote in the new leader of the white faction at L.A. County. And, and the, these guys literally gave speeches. One of them's name was, I swear to God, this is true. One, one guy's name was Hillbilly, and the other guy's name was Dirtbag. And yeah. they each gave like a little political speech on why they should be the leader. And Dirtbag slept right next to me. So I voted for Dirtbag, yeah, you know, because okay, you yeah, look like a crazy bastard. Yeah, right. And uh, about five in the morning, LAPD comes in. They're banging. And this, this guy next to me, I was in a top bunk. He's like, don't look him in the eye. Don't look him in the eye. So I'm just laying there. They grab Dirtbag. You could hear his arm crack when they lifted him up. Beat this guy within an inch of his life. And then pulled out a shank out of his bedroll. It looked like a samurai sword. Yeah. And later I found out that it was planted there because he disrespected Hillbilly because Hillbilly had seniority and he never should have ran against him. And then the next thing I know, I'm, I, you know, I hustled some young African-American kid out of his breakfast with a card thing. He had a deck of cards. Uh And and, uh, then I get pulled in the back by Hillbilly. And I said, if you need more food, you come to us. You don't play cards. They, they called them blacks and others. There's the, the woods, the whites, the Mexicans, and the blacks and others. And I said, well, who's the others? They said the Asians. <laughs> and that's how it's segregated in, in L.A. County. It was really wild. It's an incredible book. You do an excellent job of taking us inside the game and then the stories of the people who are in the game. The one guy, the guy's like a trust fund kid. He gets 250000 a month. And I think he owed you money. You met him at, a, at Beverly Hills Hilton. He just gives you a hundred thousand dollars and the look on the girlfriend's face at the time. But stories like that, uh, incredible billion dollar Hollywood heist. Yeah. Now, as Anthony Curtis Thanks. said, billion dollar Hollywood heist. I wanted the second book and that's million dollar mechanic. That comes out in a couple of months. We'll talk about that and we'll show you some card tricks. Slide a hand Houston Curtis in studio. More with Houston coming up next fall of the money. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Back at it, follow the money. Bolly Mike Palm, Beeson, the Sports Betting Network. We roll on with Houston Curtis, author of the book Billion Dollar Hollywood Heist, and coming in December, Million Dollar Mechanic. Uh, card tricks coming up in a second. There's a part in the book, the first book, where you go to an underground blackjack game and, and you wipe them out right away. And then it's so they can't even pay you. So then you, you start, so in order to get paid, you start dealing cards. Yeah, it was a true story. There was I, I lived in a, a loft, this Hollywood loft. I, I was dating a playwright, and we had a theater. And this was like in the '90s, and uh, I was young. I was in my 20s, and uh, you know, you do stupid things when you're young. Uh, I had learned uh, how to do things with a deck of cards since I was very young. You know, I, I saw first time I saw a guy doing three card money in uh-huh. in New Orleans, and. You know, I became fascinated with it, and I loved playing poker. Um, but I had, this would be the first time that I had ever, uh, you know, taken a dark edge, as they might say. Okay. And uh, these guys were coming in to try and, you know, do an illegal game, and they brought in just regular playing cards. And I went down the street and bought a bunch of the decks and crimped a bunch of the aces and did, did uh, what would be called, uh, you know, uh, sw- switch outs and I beat them for a bunch of money. They couldn't pay me. And then I said, well, I live here. So if you can't pay me, I'm going to call the police. And they're like, what can we do? I said, how about you let me deal the game and then we'll chop up everything at the end of the night. Okay. So then I dealt the game, obviously got all the money back and then some, and they were very happy. Then they, they like wanted to hire me. And I was like, no, this is a one-time thing. But, uh, you know, it was, it was very easy. And, uh, you know, it, it gave me a taste of what, um, you know, what professional card hustlers do. Uh, but, you know, to be honest, I spent most of my time really protecting myself from these guys. I, I played in some of the most dangerous games in L.A. throughout the 90s. And, you know, you got to learn how to spot uh, someone taking yeah. advantage of you. Yeah. Because they're trying to all the time. Deck switches, you know, marked cards, false deals. Uh, and I got to be very good at spotting that. And it's, you know, ended up being something that I've done professionally, consulting yeah. with casinos all over the world, poker rooms on how to run a clean game and keep it on the square. Mike had a good question about because you, you do a good job about telling people who's in the game and you, you name names and what that was like. Sure. Yeah. You mentioned you mentioned Affleck and then uh, and then Cirque du Soleil. And because I can't pronounce his name. Per- e, Le Liberty. E, yeah. 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 Um, was great. I remember when I worked at Borgata and uh, the big game came through there and uh, Ben Affleck was in it. Well, J-Lo was in it, too. They were engaged sure. and she had that six million dollar pink. Yeah. diamond ring on and so all the security wasn't for all doyle and and all those guys it was for her because whenever she came in and out there were throngs of people so i was wondering did did she ever show up at the game or did uh celine Dion ever give, get brought to the game with the with their husbands uh you know i i know i knew renee mm-hmm. and I had renee on one of my blackjack shows and mm-hmm. it was on cbs um <clears throat> and played with ben a lot mm-hmm. now he would talk about J-Lo, yeah. we, we used to play, we started out playing in this private game. Uh, before he started playing with me and Toby, there was a game in Beverly Hills. It was this uh, restaurant 
and uh, it was this old guy named Asher Dan. Uh, he's like a famous real estate guy. He was in a book called Tough Jews, and he was famous for sleeping with Marilyn Monroe. And he, they had this great game, and Affleck would come, and Pete Sampras was in the game, uh-huh. and Rick Fox was in the game. Uh-huh. And we're playing one, one night, and I, I crushed uh, Sampras with um, – I, I had uh, pocket queens and somehow beat him out of a big hand. And uh, uh, Sampras is like, God damn queens. And, and then Affleck goes, try living with a queen. <laughs> and and I, I was the only one who laughed. You know, everyone else like was, you know, silent. But she would call every like five minutes while the guy's trying to play cards, you know. My God. Um, yeah, but he was a great guy. He was a great guy. The, Those are fun times. Yeah, the, the one story in the book where the, the guy bought his girlfriend like a $2 million home. And then she broke up with him like a week later. I mean, the stuff these the guys yeah. obviously worth billions, but it's just yeah. like that type of stuff that's in the like. How do you do that? The guy buys her a house for two million. The next, ah, I'm sorry, it's not working out. And she keeps the house, and he just goes about his day. Yeah, I mean, it's like you know, bad beat. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, well, yeah. There was there was a guy named named Larry Larry Hahn. He was famous for uh, you know when you go to New York and they, they got the fake perfume. Uh-huh. Yeah, if you like Chanel Number no. Five, you'll love this. I mean, he created that industry. He's worth, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars. And Todd Phillips, who was uh, the uh-huh. director of uh, Hangover and Old School, would always joke and say um, he would call Larry Old Spice because Larry was a little bit older and he did perfume, so he called him Old Spice. And uh, he'd always threaten. He said, "You know, I'm gonna steal your wife, Larry." And Larry would always say, "That's not nice, Todd. It's not <laughs> nice of you to say." But but yeah, that was that was Larry who had the 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 young wife and and he was a lot of fun to play cards with. Okay, let's get to the new book due out in December. Million Dollar Mechanic. Where'd you, why'd you decide to write this? And again, we talked about earlier. Anthony Curtis told us in studio. I can't wait for this book to come out. It's the real deal. You know, I've been I've been kind of keeping track of uh, the things that I know how to do with a deck of cards for years, and I started compiling it like literally like maybe seven eight years ago. And uh, I think it's important to uh, um, teach people who are playing in high stakes games how to spot, you know, getting taken advantage of. And, uh, you know, one of the kings of this, Steve, Steve Forty, who's a big mentor to me and a good friend, he's actually going to write the foreword to the book. He wrote a book called Poker Protection and Casino Protection years ago that became an industry standard. This is like an updated version of that. And it includes everything from the sleight of hand to, uh, you know, I'm producing a lot of uh, televised poker and live stream poker. I've got a new poker show coming out June 28th, 29th, and 30th. Uh, Big Bet Poker, live at the Tropicana. You know, running these streams is, it's very important to run them on the square and make them impenetrable Mm -hmm. because someone's always going to try and take advantage. So I've got a whole chapter in this book just about, you know, live stream poker protection uh, but really where you need to watch out is the private games. You know, casinos, if you want to play poker or you want to play blackjack, you know, you come here to Circa, you play blackjack, you're going to be in a safe spot. You know, you go into an underground casino or you go into a home game. And if you're playing for any considerable amount of money, there is a good chance you're, you're going to get taken. Okay. It's in your first book. We've seen it in rounders as well. So what, what's some of the common stuff or stuff to look for here? Well, with, with some tricks, what, what do we? Well, someone who knows how to handle a deck of cards, huh? you know, if you're just doing, uh, you know, standard uh, shuffling, you know, this is like we see at the World World Series of Poker, the riffle, riffle, box, riffle. You know, th- that seems like it's it's shuffled pretty well, but you know, it, it, you can see here. I can show the camera. Uh-huh. The deck is in perfect order. Wow. Uh, you know, not one card is out of order. Uh-huh. You know, uh, so. You can do that uh, when you're picking up cards. They call it a call. You call a couple of aces to the bottom. And now if you know how to bottom deal. So I got these aces on the bottom. Let's just say I got two aces on the bottom and I was able to pick up one ace and put it on the top. So now you go to cut, the car- shuffle the cards. And my hands are super cold. I haven't done this in six months, so we'll see how I do. Um, so we're going to give them a couple shuffles. I brought this mat. Here we go. All right. All right. Here we see see how we do. All right. Here we go. 
Okay. So so if we if we were dealing with some hands, okay, uh, there's there's a hand. All right. So I got ace ten. Now I want to hit the flop. All right. Gotcha. Now I'll just you you burn and you put down three cards. Comes eight five six. All right. All so right. I got two hearts. I could I could wow. deal myself a flush, or yeah. I could I could I could deal myself another ace. Uh, and that's all from controlling these cards from the shuffle. And if you have a cut card, uh -huh. there's something something I picked up on that guys would do. You know, they can sit here like if I want to if I want to deal a heart. So the guy has the cut card on the bottom, and there's a move that uh, that can be done where he's calling cards. You don't even know what's going on. And I'm going to deal this card from the center of the deck. Okay, so this would come out from the center. So you go down and you, you, you burn, and then you turn. Now, I just dealt myself the nut flush right there. Oh, my God. I found that card in the center of the deck. So if I have a partner, and it comes around, and you see me go like this, the dealer's just sitting there, you know, and say I, I, say I need a two of hearts, okay? And when I bring my hand up like this, my partner would then make a bet. You know I'm ready. I'm set. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. All right? And then I need to deal the two of hearts. There's the two of hearts. Oh, my God. Okay? And I just, I called that from a truly shuffled deck, you know, with you know, right in front of your eyes. That's how easy people can get cheated. Yeah. You know? But there's a lot of things you can do to catch it and protect yourself from Got it. it more. Which is what I teach in the book. Perfect. More on that coming up. More on the book. More sleight of hand tricks as well with Houston Curtis in studio. Become a smarter sports better with a VSIN Pro subscription for a limited time. Sign up for just $9.99. Get full access to everything we do with the Daily Pro Picks. NFL Guide coming out soon, 24 7. Video access needed for to see Houston. Don't miss out on the lowest intro price of the year. Exclusive betting splits. VSIN.com slash subscribe to sign up today. VSIN.com slash subscribe. Billion Dollar Hollywood Heist and the new book coming out at the end of the year. Million Dollar Mechanic. More with Houston Curtis at Houston underscore Curtis on Twitter. More sleight of hand and some other tricks. What The last time you were on, you gave us four of a kind. The deal uh, that you, it was incredible what you did. But what do you have on store I, I'm, now? I'm going to show you something. That, so I got inspired to learn how to do this from watching the three-card money guys. You know, your show is yep. called Follow the Money. Well, yep. they would do the follow the queen. And no one could ever follow the queen because it was a hustle, right? Uh, no matter what card you picked, you were wrong and you'd lose money. Mm -hmm. So... Uh, there's another little hustle that's two cards, much easier, and I'm going to show it to you right now. All right, I'm going to give you one ace. I want you to hold the ace just like this. Hold it just like that. Now, what ace did I give you? You get to look one time. You remember? Yeah. What was it? What's that ace? Ace of clubs. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. That's it. Okay. So the opposite of the ace of clubs yeah. would be the ace of spades. Uh -huh. Okay. Uh -huh. All right. All right. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take... The ace of spades, now I'm going to either come on the top or the bottom, right, with this. I may come in here, you hold it, and I may switch that one, or I may go here or go here. Now, we can make a wager. All you got to do for 100 bucks, you tell me which ace is on top, which ace is on bottom. I'll give you $100 cash right now. Spades is on top. Turn them both over. Oh, my God. Dude, what'd you do? <laughs> Two queens. What'd you come up with that? How'd you do that? That, now, how do I have two queens? That is, that's a, just a <laughs> quick little card hustle, sleight of hand card Please hustle. Show it, okay, do show it again. That's, um, yeah. So, you know. Ace of spades, ace of clubs becomes two queens. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, look, the things that, that I've learned over the years, uh, and magicians do all kinds of stuff with uh, all the best magic, card magic, huh? comes from the, the gambling table. You know, but the, the main sure. stuff is being able to bottom deal. You know, you shuffle the cards. Over and over again, if you've called cards to the bottom, I even cut them and everything, but I've still, that's all false cuts. What's Worm doing in rounders? Is he uh, dealing he, from he, So he, when he got caught base dealing cops. or bottom dealing, yeah. he, he, was, he was bottom dealing. So, bottom dealing. So okay. this card's going to come off the bottom, right? So right. if you watch, I deal that off the bottom, all right? And that's a, that's a queen, all right? I'll do another one, all right? There's another queen. 
All right. And there's another coin. Oh, my God. Those are all off the bottom. Yeah. And they, he, when he did it, he did what's called catching a hanger. Uh -huh. He pulled it, and it, like, slipped. So the guy said, I caught a hanger, Sarge. He's like, a hanger? Well, then they beat the hell out of both of them. And, sure, sure. You know, he had, like, $200 left in his sock. And, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but that, this kind of stuff happens all the time. And uh, in my book, I, I go into the, the only way to really know how to protect yourself against it is to know what people are doing. Yeah. You know? Well, how, much, how much practice, how much time do you put in? What would you would do with this and, and growing? I, I I used to call this skills of a misspent youth uh -huh. because I could probably have three or four PhDs with the amount of the thousands of hours that I put in as a kid. Just I would spend all day with a deck of cards in my hands, you know, and uh, I got to where you know there was one at one point I I was you know I probably very very good like one of the top guys at being able to 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 do this, but it was thousands of hours yeah 10 10 12 hours a day you even just watching tv you're sitting here shuffling cards and you know shuffled a million yeah. times and those queens are always right there on the bottom no matter what's the biggest scam you've heard of in a game or or that what casino even or or a underground cash game oh man uh they're happening all over the place um as we speak um usually for the higher stakes games. Most of the time people work in what's called a mob. Mm -hmm. So there would be like three or four guys. And this is where I really learned how to protect myself. I was playing in a lot of the Russian games and, and these Armenian games in LA in the nineties. And they, they would do deck switches. So they'd have a cold deck ready. They've gone in the back, they've made up the deck. Uh -huh. Then they'd have a waitress come out and, you know, she like leans over to give a drink and, you know, it could happen so quick. If this were two decks, you know, a guy could literally come in, go like this and, and, you know, cut the deck and it's switched. All right. And then they usually give the deck to deal to the sucker. The sucker's dealing his own loser, you know? So that's one of the big scams that would happen. And, you know, these things don't happen a million times through a game. You just got to, you know, look out for that one time throughout the night. You know, um, and I did bust some guys. They were taking down this doctor in Glendale uh -huh. years ago. And I mean, this guy was about to be dead broke. And and I decided I was going to do something about it. And uh, and I held out a couple of aces and I was going to win this big hand. And then right when I did it, they I saw him do a deck switch. So now I've got aces from another deck. So there's multiple aces, the same. Then sure enough the flop comes out and one of the aces in my hand was on the flop and I just turned him over. I said, what the hell's going on? There's, you've got extra aces in this deck. A guy stood up, pulls out a gun and the whole deal. And uh, a few days later I get followed and uh, uh, I, I thought I was going to get shot. And uh, uh, the, the guy says, uh, I get out of my car and he says, Hey, I said, yeah. He said, this is for you. And he hands me 10 grand. It was, it was my buy-in in the game. And uh, he said, you forgot this when you left. I said, oh, thank you. He <laughs> said, and you're going to forget everything else you saw while you were there too. I said, no problem. <laughs> my God. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So tell people what you're doing now. Uh, so and, and about what, and the, and the book coming out more. Uh, plug the plug. Yeah. The book so I'm uh, really excited to be producing uh, uh, Big Bet Poker uh, live at the Tropicana. This is a live stream poker show, high stakes poker. We launch um, June 28th, 29th, and 30th with uh, Eric Person, who's probably one of the most dynamic high stakes poker players in the world, and a bunch of his friends are playing in the game, and uh, uh, it's it's kind of the. Uh, uh, takeoff from live at the bike mm -hmm. we came in and bought live at the bike and now that is over and we moved it now live at the tropicana big bet poker live at the tropicana so that's what i'm doing and i got my book coming out and uh you know i'm gonna show people how to how to uh protect themselves when they're in high stakes gambling situations and uh and i hope they tune in and watch uh watch the show and they can check us out at big bet poker live on Twitter. What's the best way to get Billion Dollar Hollywood Heist? Billion Dollar Hollywood Heist, you can uh, you can go to uh, uh, my site, cardsharp.com with a K. Uh, if you want to get an autographed copy, or you can go to Amazon and buy it, any bookstore. 
Awesome. Houston Curtis, our guest. Are you surprised with the turnout for the World Series of Poker? No. And what it's been so far? Poker, the poker. This is why protection is more important mm-hmm. right now than ever, because poker is having its second boom. And uh, it's been scandals. There's been a little controversy. There's a, been a lot. Yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, so, you know, I, I hope this this book, uh, Million Dollar Mechanics, will get the word out to not just players, but also guys who are running card rooms on how to run a proper card room and, and not let their players get taken. Uh, because I think poker is only going to get bigger. Yep. How are you dealing with a tire? We put this uh, tweet up earlier from Doug Polk, but the, the guys that are coming in with the, the masks and then they have uh, sometimes large sunglasses with the hoodie over and what's allowed with a tire. Uh, how do you, uh, what do you think <coughs> well, about what the shenanigans will you see with that? You know, I, I, my thing is, Here, let, look at this. <laughs> Should this be allowed is the question. Yeah. And, you know, Poke is always uh, wanting to stir things up, stir the pot. Right. Uh, but people are going to find out in five minutes. It's him. He's trying to hide every facial expression, I guess. <laughs> um, you know, the key thing for, for us when people come on the show is we take everyone's cell phone, lock it up, mm-hmm. you know, because there's been some like, you know, scandals with televised poker because you have to run it on a delay otherwise you know just cheating is going to happen you get one guy in the game and you know the cards appear on the screen if someone signals to that guy hey the guy in seat two has aces you know that would be very bad so we take everyone's phones we lock them up uh we take the phones in the control room uh, mm-hmm. and we don't even allow our director to see the whole cards, you know? So that's what we're doing. Uh, but as far as the tire, I don't know if Doug showed up to my game wearing that, I would probably think it'd be hilarious. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my God. Thanks for coming in. Excellent job. Love the book. You have to do it again when we get the other book and it's out million sure. dollar mechanic and we'll do the same thing. You got it. Appreciate it. All there right. you go. Houston Curtis, follow him on Twitter at Houston underscore Curtis. Billion Dollar Hollywood Heist, got us through the pandemic, incredible read, takes you inside the game of the high stakes, the stories. How about the DiCaprio story where he tells Warren Beatty, I'm going to beat your record with the women I'm going to sleep with. How good was that story in the book as well? So you have all that, and uh, Houston does a great job. And look for Million Dollar Mechanic out at the end of the year. In Pocket up next, and a special message from Mike Palm. Straight ahead, VSIN, follow the money, the Sports Betting Network. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. 
Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. are a burial, a blowout, a human lock. You can bet your children's, unborn children's children on these games. I was so good that whenever I bet, I could change the odds for every bookmaker in the country. Very disappointing yesterday. You expect carnage and chaos at the U.S. Open. You wait for it every year. You want to see these guys struggle. And that trank, and that comes out, uh, the John Deere Classic yesterday. No hole in one, took 90 minutes right off the bat. We retire that bet. That's a loser at lowest round over 64 and a half. You get two 62s. Uh, you get what DJ pulled. You get 10 birdies from Fowler. You get seven birdies and an eagle from Clark. My God. What was the, uh, what did I put it here? You had six rounds of 65 or better. Think about that. And here's another, as you said during the break, another black guy. This is, uh, this is, because uh, I also have over 64 and a half for highest score. If it doesn't happen today, it'll be the first time in U.S. Open history where no one shot an 80 in the first two rounds. No one shot an 80 yesterday either. So that's also on the line coming up here. So we'll we'll see if they can fix this, and and hopefully it's a repeat of what happened in 1980 when Jack opened with a 7-under 63 and won 8-under, and only five players were under par. So it's on you guys now in the LACC after that debacle yesterday. Uh, I'm with you. I, I I like the Rays today. McClanahan against it's an ace against a fake ace. Fugazi, right? Fugazi Garbage? ace. Yeah. Fugazi ace. Give me the Rays. Hold on to the ace in your hand, though. It becomes two queens. Uh, hell of a move by Houston. Dollar fifteen with the Rays. Great team. Number two offense. I think they get to Darvish and certainly have to respect McClanahan and the year that he's he's had. And uh, their twelve wins. His twelve wins. Ten of them. They've also covered the run line, so I'm on the race today. Michael, I'm with you. Yeah, up to a dollar thirteen now here at Circa. I think you're going to bet a, bet him, bet him now. I, I wouldn't Probably, be surprised yeah. if he closes yeah. a buck twenty-five or higher. Yeah. Um, also on Connor's top Canadian plus one eighty. See how that goes. Do you touch the College World Series at all? Uh, you get I, in there with no, Sweet Lou. I, I little, like little, I, little Virginia money. Yeah, I and like. Jeff Davis also pointed yes, out. Yes, if, if Wake doesn't win it, he thinks the winner of that game. Yeah, is the one. I was very impressed with Virginia against Duke, but I know. It, I mean, again, they're betting it like they have tomorrow's newspaper. Your line, a fifty cent move already on Wake. But how do you go against number one? Their ace is going, who's fifteen and zero, and then they just come up. They score twenty two runs against Alabama, who was ranked in in, in oh, the they last destroyed game. Him. Yeah. And yeah. and Stanford, did you see the end of the Stanford game? The guy lost the ball in the lights. Can you believe that? Oh, how does how he you feel? Look? They wouldn't have been yeah. there without that kid, but he loses it in the lights, and you go home. They were that all doubled over on the field. Well, then Stanford Stanford's up game one, five two in the ninth. They go the walk yeah. walk hit by pitch, and then uh, what what? And then they drop the fly ball. Yeah. Stanford, and then yeah, how they won? Where they lost the ball in the lights and, and they walk it up. You like anything? Uh, I might I might take a little of this Virginia if I can find it close plus 650. You know what I like to do? I like to play these unders in Rosenblatt Stadium just because to the point it's hard to hit the ball out. And yeah. these teams score a lot of runs via the home run. You're going to, you know, you get all the aces. They've had the week off to rest now. So you get at least 4 days. So you're going to get all the aces in these first 4 games. The totals aren't that far off. I mean most of the totals were 11 and a half, 12, 12 and a half, 13. You see 11's 10 in that Tennessee LSU game. Yeah. Because that guy's going to be the number one pick in the draft, that LSU pitcher. Yeah. One or two. So, yeah, they might top play, two play, guys play a couple unders here as well. Right. Uh, the, you, ki- the kid from, it's a kid from Stanford that threw 155 pitches. Yeah, 156. And it, I can give you three more outs yeah. the next day, he says. Yeah, How about that? That was awesome. Download the DraftKings app today. New customers can bet $5 to get 150 in bonuses instantly. Use promo code VEASAN when you sign up. DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for full terms and conditions. And all the props are up there as well. Uh, hole in one round two, round three, round four. Bogey-free golf with the big names pays well. 14 
to 16 to 1. It's all up there. Incredible menu, great creativity, and Avello's team at DraftKings and the draft, NBA draft, coming up on Thursday. All that's a big move on the number two pick as well. You know, Molly's game is a good movie with Aaron Sorkin and a good cast. But again, Houston told the story. He takes you inside the game about, okay, here's what really happened. I even saw last week Bob Volgaris threw it out there on Twitter that Molly was uh, known to take some chips from drunk players' stacks, too. <laughs> uh, I'm sure Volgaris was involved in the game as well. But get, get billion dollar Hollywood heist and then look for great, great read. Phenomenal read. It's uh, 190 pages. You'll love it. And then uh, Million Dollar Mechanic, which comes out at the end of the year. Okay, big day for you, Sunday. And I never met, you know, I didn't get along with my father. And he passed away when I was 15. Um, but never met Ronnie Palm. Mm. Cubs fan. Oh. You know, someone's got to be last on the route. Come on, Ronnie. Watching the, the guy with the mail. The and mail then, man. What would the squirrels get? The Reese's peanut? Peanut the Ritz, butter? Ritz. Ritz, sorry. With the Ritz with the peanut butter. I yes. Think. Not Ritz. saltines, Judy. Uh-huh. They don't like saltines, yes. he told my mother. Yes, right. He told her, stop at the store and get some right. and get some Ritz. And then when but, the Cubs blew it in 84, he needed a moment. He needed some time. Moment. 72 hours <laughs> yes. showed up. I remember he hated he hated Jim Fry. He said he hated American League manager. Doesn't belong in uh-huh. the National League. That's like AAA, he used to say, with that idiotic DH. Yes. He went in, he had back surgery. He had a sciatic problem, right? Very painful. So finally he bit the bullet, went in and get the surgery. While he was in for surgery, that, that morning, the Cubs fired Jim Fry. Really? So, you know, we're waiting for him. And several hours surgery comes out. Finally, we're able to see him. They're wheeling him to his room. I said, how are you feeling? He said, they fired Fry. They got him. They got That's what his, he had heard about it yeah, uh, coming out of the surgery. He was so excited. I said, how, how are you feeling? They fired Fry. He said, I'm feeling good. He hated, hated Jim Fry. A lot of people, but he hated Jim Fry. The diehard Cubs fan. Yeah. Too bad he wasn't around long, didn't live long oh, enough to I see know. him. So Just, many stories like that with oh. Cubs fans and Red Sox fans. Terrible. Well, he used to, he, I don't know, though, because he died in 2007, and he used to say, if the Cubs don't win the World Series by 2008, I'm done with them. A hundred years is long enough to wait. Yes. That was his joke. I sure. give him a hundred years, and then we got to move on. <laughs> yeah. Move on to another team, but... Uh, you know, uh, by the way, as a side note, as we're talking about Father's Day, the Dodgers named a starter tonight. First, I think, first major league action. I can't. Emmett Sheehan. Emmett Sheehan, 23-year-old, six foot five, 220-pound right-hander, will start for the Dodgers mm-hmm. against Brebbia. Uh, was relating earlier in the week the experience I've had in, in being a father, and it really changes your life. And my son... Uh, you know, my son was like six months old when the Knights came to town, right? Or nine months or whatever it was. And so he grew up and got to go to Knights games early with our relationship and, and the suite there and became a huge hockey fan, started learning to skate when he was two, got into the hockey program when he's four, he's gone through the little Knights and all playing in the house league. As we talked about earlier, we got to be goalie the other, the other day and they won 18 to two. And mm-hmm. I, I was telling the story of Michael Lombardi yesterday on the Lombardi line about when we were in New York, when we had the family vacation, and he would tell these people, you know, we went to the 9-11 Museum, then we're leaving, and we went to this tower, leaving, we went to St. Patrick's Cathedral, and he would say to everybody they were leaving, he said, okay, I'll see you in 15 years. And they said, well, why is that? And he said, well, when I'm playing for the Golden Knights, he said, I'll have to come back to New York to play the Rangers or the Islanders, so I'll see you then, you know, and people would laugh and say, that's great. But, you know, if people aren't laughing at your dreams, your dreams aren't big enough, Paul. that's, That's just... Just the fact of the matter. So now with well my said. yeah, with my son and, and stepdaughter, and now the little daughter, sixteen months old, it's been a great experience. And I and I remember back to all the time I spent with my dad. I'd never be sitting here with you, um, if it wasn't for my dad and his love of sports. Oh, and, look and at that! How he passed that on to me. Yeah, there's little Matthew. Uh, you you were gone Tuesday when we showed these pictures, all dressed up in his goalie gear uh, on Sunday, and you know. He used to, he worked for St. Regis Paper Company, and then it became Georgia Pacific. There he is in net. And um, so he'd, have, he'd run the parlay cards at the factory, right? So I, I remember six, seven years old, he'd give them to me to grade them on Sundays. You know, the, for, wow. the morning games to get done. He said, get a head start. Go through, get all the morning games. And you just got the, there was no Sunday night game then, right? The afternoon, you'd have two or three okay. afternoon games, yeah. and you, you could grade it out, and it was a pool. And, and he didn't, the money he made off, because the guy that would win it would tip him, right? It was a $5 pool, and you get two or 300 People go into it every week. Here's 300 tickets to grade. There you go, kid. 
But if it wasn't for that and the interest in, in, in learning and betting and that, um, I wouldn't be here today. So I, and I like to do little reflections for different holidays and the Christmas ones have become very famous. So here's a reflection for Father's Day. It's a poem by Robert Hayden, who, by the way, is from Detroit, called Those Winter Sundays. Sundays, too, my father got up early and put on his clothes in the blue-black cold. Then with cracked hands that ached from labor in the weekday weather, made banked fires blaze. No one ever thanked him. I'd wake and hear the cold splintering breaking. When the rooms were warm, he'd call, and slowly I would rise and dress, fearing the chronic angers of that house, speaking indifferently to him who had driven out the cold and polished my good shoes as well. What did I know? What did I know of love's austere and lonely offices? Happy Father's Day, everyone. Well done. Always fun to host with you. Thanks. I hope you like the rundown. A minus. I can't believe your karaoke list. The prep was unbelievable, Paul. Very, very impressed. Mitch will be back on Monday. <laughs> At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.